1: Welcome to South Africa on 99.94, the home of Cricket Audio. I'm Neil Mantle, but my co-host is Lungani Zama. Thanks for joining Cricket's Conversation today. We're talking about, inevitably, South Africa's defeated Old Trafford, and we're looking forward to the decider at the Oval. Well, Zams, we're on different... Continents, different sides of the world. I was at Old Trafford in Manchester and I did have a drink on your behalf and I uh, visited some of your old stamping grounds. Um, but uh, you're back home in South Africa. Uh, extraordinary back to back innings defeats and, and victories, wasn't it? I mean, you know, South Africa innings and 12 runs at Lords and. I, I mean, clearly, um, I am difficulty speaking at the moment. I've got so much egg on my face after my predictions in our last podcast when I said that South Africa could go on and win three 0 I didn't see um, Marco Jansen being dropped. I thought he was. Uh, I mean, all every player that I've spoken to says continually that he he has the mysterious X factor, and you know, I mean, I interviewed Keshav Maharaj before the Old Trafford Test match, and he said, he said. Hopefully he can go on and be our new Callis. He's comparing the kid to Jacques Callis, and then they leave him out and uh, and they lose by an innings and 85 runs. I don't know what to make of it all. You? Man is I
0: did worry about the mockers, but, you know, <laughs> <coughs> um, hindsight is, is, is a very exact science. I actually watched that partly from the sand dunes of Namibia where we were shooting a, a cricket documentary on the Namibian Eagles. So I had a lot of opinions about leaving out Marco Janssen and his X Factor and pretty interesting. But surprising, I think, is the biggest word. The fact that they started with that team after such a great performance. Um, and like you say, somebody who, who gives such a different perspective to the attack, such a different weapon. And that's the guy you pick out. We, I mean, we pondered that it might be Lungi who misses out or... You know anyone else? Not not your one hundred and forty k's an hour left armer who bounces awkwardly and has a bit of mongrel about him. But
1: cricket's a funny game. But they picked an off-spinner, Zams, and which is fair enough. You know we expected Simon Harmer to play from weeks before because uh, Old Trafford spins. But off-spinner, left arm seamer over the wicket. I mean that they go together like gin and tonic. <laughs>
0: Is that what you drank at Dean's Gate? gin and tonic? <laughs> no, I had a pint of IPA for you. Okay, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't delve down into pale ales. But anyway, I mean, I wasn't there. so. Um, but yeah, it, you know, Marco, I'm sure, was very disappointed. Um, a, a, and I'm sure England were quite relieved. You know, he makes life awkward at, at the very least. Um, he doesn't give his wicket away cheaply. He's, I suppose if you call it, he's, he's, the, he's, he's got the right attitude um, he's the kind of guy you want to take into a fight. Not to say that Simon Harmer isn't, because obviously he's done fantastically uh, for Essex and for every team that he's played for. You know, so he's he's a match winner in his own right. But when you've just won a match so convincingly with what you have, um, you would have you would have thought they they would have considered long and hard to not change it just just for that match. I mean, even if everything said Old Trafford is going to spin square on day three until day five, you know, we barely got to day three as it was. Um And it's just, it's just given England such momentum. I mean, it's one all it both, both teams are lost by an innings, but it feels like South Africa are so much more on the back foot now because England have had their response. Now South Africa have got to respond. Um And Lord suddenly seems a, a very long time ago, which, which is, which is crazy because it was just
1: the other day. So there's two things that trouble me. Um The, the one, in talking about um, the decision, Look, first of all, I want to repeat what Dean Elgar said after the Test match, is that none of the, in fact, before the Test match, none of the four deserved to be left out of the pace quartet, n- none of them. But when he came to explain after the Test match why the decision had been made to leave Marco Jansen out and just purely based on what, the four of them achieved and how much they contributed um at lords then as we said a week ago lungi and gidi was um the likely the likeliest to make way um, and and, and <laughs> The guy's got 50 wickets at um 50 test wickets at 21, so you know it's like there's no question about anybody's quality, it's just that Jansen happens to be six foot eight, bowls with a left hand, and bats. Um, but so when Dean came to explain it, he said, Oh, well, um, yeah, um, it was difficult, etc., but you know, Marco's the least experienced, um, and it just seemed like such an old school. South African attitude, you know, it's, uh, yeah, well, um, we take, we, we always work on seniority and he's the youngest. It's like that old cricketing tradition of putting the youngest guy in its short leg, you know? Um, and it, uh, and secondly, secondly, he and this is irritates me even more is that he said, Lungi offers us that element of control that you need in a chess match. So I don't think I'm extrapolating too much to say that, by definition, what he's saying about the other three fast bowlers is that they can't offer him that element of control. He said, Anri Knojia is out and out pace, um, and Kakiso Rabada is the complete package. Well, if he was the complete package, then he would know how to apply the handbrake. You know, I mean, Lungi does offer that element of control, but are we saying that the others can't? Yeah,
0: it's a lousy excuse. And, and like you say, the youngster is the one who's got to understand uh, the difficult decisions because supposedly he's got time on his hands, even though South Africa are not going to play much test cricket over the next four years and in, in his golden years. But, I mean, we said Lungi boldwell and gave the control because he could see everyone else was firing. But we've seen Rabada change gears and... Go down to mid '80s when he realizes there's nothing in the pitch, but he's just got a bowl seven tight overs because Nokia on the other end or Kesh is turning it square. Th- these are wonderful world-class cricketers. They're adaptable. So to say that only Lungi can can control is <laughs> is ridiculous. You know, um, Kesh has done the job for years. He's been a stopper. We've employed spinners in South Africa as stoppers for three decades. You know, since readmission. So. To to say that Lungi is the only plug, is it's a cop out, uh, and then obviously it's easy to say after the fact. But you always felt that Marco Jansen had to play because of, of just the variety that he brings, and and he's he's never he's never had a bad game for South Africa yet. And when you take that out, I'm sure England looked at that team and said, "Oh, that's nice of them," <laughs> and then they said, "We'll also give you the chance to bowl in overcast morning conditions." Jim James Anderson coming in from the James Anderson end that he knows so well, and they thought, "Oh, thank you very much. This is wonderful. Christmas has come early, you know." So it's it's unfortunate and it's a setback. And obviously, there's now injuries to Russi. You know, it's it's become a bit of a domino effect, and South Africa have to go back and and regroup. And and the decision they make now, there's probably more pressure on on what selection you make now because do you do you still keep the youngster since he's not gained any more experience in the past week? do you leave him out again for inexperience or do you kind of concede that maybe we got that wrong
1: and we'll now look elsewhere and find another reason? Yeah. It's, I think you play him. I mean, I, I just think you, you absolutely have to play him. Um, it's at the oval. Um, it's, it's going to be pretty, pretty flat. I mean, you know, it's most likely to go five days um, at, uh, at the oval, Um what about the batting? Um, Aidan Markram uh, has scored 36 runs in the first two test matches. Um, and I think that's, you know, they, they've all been largely unconvincing. Rassi Funadassan has obviously gone back home now with a broken finger. Um, I I just, again, you know, Aidan Markram was selected because of his experience. Did you know the remarkable stat that uh, he has taken more innings between his first 1000 runs in test cricket and his second 1000 runs than anybody else in the history of the game by 10 um by by 10 innings uh, it's like his first 1000 runs came in 18 innings his second 1000 runs came in 45 innings so he's not just suffering a, little, a wee patch of bad form now is he no 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 it's not it's not form anymore it's it's
0: you know it, it, it's grounds to be dropped, if we're being, if we're being frank. And there, there are others who have been knocking and there are others who have been patient. And if you're using the adage that you're only as good as your last knock, it's it's been a long time since he had a really good knock when it mattered for South Africa. And I think if you're going out to unplayable deliveries, half of those 36 innings or 45 innings that you mentioned, sure. But some of the shots that he's played to get out, even this last test match now, there's... There's a level of responsibility and restraint that you've got to show when you you're in a bad patch, and you've got to respect the situation and and make you know ugly runs. Um, you know the greatest players in the world have stopped certain shots in order to 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 to, to lessen the risk. You know the, the Tendulkar wouldn't drive Steve Waugh. You know they they restrict themselves from shots they know they can play better than 99 percent of the world, but because they've gone out to them a bit too many times you just show the necessary restraint and say you'll score elsewhere. And at the moment, it feels, it looks as if Aidan Markram is saying, I'm going to bat myself out of the situation. And he's only digging the hole deeper and deeper. He's still playing too many shots. He went down the order because he played too many shots when opener, they said. And, but he's still playing too many shots now. And it, it, there's, there comes a time when you've got to, you know, also look after your player and say, maybe take a step back and, you know, rediscover the, the feet and the touch and the form and the hunger. Because if, if, if you keep failing and you keep getting picked, it creates a, a a dangerous economy. Because, you know, you just assume you're too good to be dropped. And, and that's the, you know, that's the spreading around the change. room. then, you know, why do some people get dropped and others just don't? Because they make the best looking 20s in the world. Your job as a batsman is to make hundreds or to make telling contributions that, you know, take... Matches like Manchester into day four, day five, and save your team from a parlor situation. And too many of South Africa's batsmen are not doing it often enough. So if the bowlers don't win your matches, it's a, you. You got to look back a long time to think when batsmen were winning South Africa matches with big double hundreds and big hundreds and grinding opposition away. You know, um, and 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 that's a big concern. And number four in your batting test lineup is is is, is crucial. And if if you, it's such a big
1: question mark. You do have to start looking elsewhere. 99.94 is more than just this podcast. Jared Kimber has Red Inca that focuses on deep cricket topics from uh, the global game. There's also Double Century, a look at uh, the history of the game. There are also other podcasts on different teams. Go over and listen to the West Indies on 99.94 podcast for cricket's best Caribbean coverage. Listen to India on 99.94 for considered analysis from two professionals. England on 99.94 has the north and south of the game covered. South Africa on 99.94 is me and Lungani. Okay, so um, I've got Janssen back. Um, and I've got in in my starting 11 for the Oval, Ryan Rickleton and Kaizondo. I'm leaving Aidan Markram out. Um, Kaizondo made it. An excellent eighty three against the England lions in the only warm up game in canterbury um um he <laughs> you weren't there, but uh they were so they were batting on the fourth day to save the game, and um they're four four down at lunch zondo's there eight not out he's out reverse sweeping his first ball after lunch <laughs> against the spinner and um I have to. It was a very, it was a very funny moment. Um, I mean, even he sort of looked suitably sheepish as he walked off, and a couple of the players in the in the dugout area were were chuckling, couldn't help themselves. They were trying to suppress their laughter, you know. But um, I, I just think that uh, you have to you have to be fearless and you have to back your players. And again, one of the frustrations for me is when Dean Elgar talks about experience. Experience again by by extrapolation, you're saying, I don't trust the youngsters. I, 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 I want experience. I want experience. Well, you know, Kaizondo's 31, isn't he? I mean, he's not a youngster. Yeah,
0: he's, he's waited. Goodness knows he's waited a long time and he's been making runs at the Dolphins in that time. He wouldn't be in the test squad if he hadn't been. And, and that knock against the Lions, I spoke to him afterwards and he said he felt good, he felt ready, he, he, he would love a test cap.
1: Oh, he's got you know, one.
0: The, he, just, he just didn't play any cricket for it. <laughs> it
1: was a COVID replacement. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. You know, he'd, he'd love a test cap in England. He feels, you know, he's, he's, he's batting well enough and that England Lions game proved that to him as well, that, that, that he, is, he is ready. So, I mean, you can't say you've got a shortage of runs and you've got a guy who's making runs and has made runs in South Africa and has waited for 10 years. And you still keep overlooking him. It just, again, it goes back to that lack of trust that you've got to look at yourself and go, well, if the guy ahead of me is not making runs at all and, and I've not been picked, I've not even been considered, I've not even been mentioned, what more do I have to do? Because I can't play because I'm sitting on the bench here. I can't be playing anywhere else. What what more can I do? Um, so selectors definitely have a long week ahead to to get the team right, right? Um, and, and pick on form and, and, like you say, pick bravely because it, it's going to take brave cricket to 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 keep with this England team who've now got another gust of self-belief on, on, on the back of Manchester because if, if they'd had a tough day one, you, you can probably imagine them going further and further into their shells and thinking that maybe they were premature and thinking that this is the new way. But the way they blew South Africa away, Lords was just a blip. Um, and they can carry on their
1: merry way in, in in their minds. Interesting, you mentioned going into your shells. You and I have both been on tours um, with the Proteas when they've been under pressure on tour, um, and they've um, become a little withdrawn and uh, and uncommunicative, and um, and it's the management as much as the, the players themselves. Sometimes more the management. And I am slightly concerned um, about uh, the the atmosphere around the team at the moment. They have this unprecedented break, Sam's. You know, I, I I I'm old enough to have been on tours in like the early '90s when there when there were you know, ten days between international matches, but then there'd be two warm up games. Be, you know, I mean, I I I came on the '94 tour of England, and there were fourteen non international games for a three test series, but. You know, because they lost in three days at Manchester, there's 11 days scheduled between, uh, you know, the, what well, there were nine days scheduled between the second and third test match. And they haven't got any fixtures organised, um, which is fair enough, some time away from the game. But, you know, so I, I, I asked Dean Elgar in the press conference, so wh- what are you going to actually do? Um, You've got 11 days before the next test match. I said, Leo, yeah, maybe, um, you know, let me m- maybe catch a club game at the weekend and um he treated the question as if it was facetious and sarcastic which i didn't mean it to be at all i mean um sj Orvia, Saro Ovea has been playing club cricket um before the tour and and to me it was a legitimate um question you know maybe one or two of the guys offer their services to a to a um a, a, a club first eleven i think you know it, why not um anyway we asked the team management what they were going to be doing for the, uh, for the next nine days. And there was a very perfunctory statement saying the squad will remain together and spend some time in the West Midlands. Not like we're going to play some golf or we're going to a, a, a leisure, you know, golf and spa resort, or we're, you know, not just we're going to be spending some time in the West Midlands. And it's just a lack of communication and it's just um, slightly con- concerning to me. I mean, I, I think it would be much healthier if they'd said, um, we're actually all going to disperse. We're going to go our own ways for five days. Some of the guys are going to Scotland. The guys who like fishing are going to um, go fishing. And, you know, like we're going to often go and do our own thing. And then we're all going to get together and reconvene. I c- could be wrong. And naturally, I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think that sounds very healthy. I mean, you know, I really do hope that the restaurants and the golf and their own company are all as good as each other because they're going to need them to be. Yeah, it's, it,
0: it's not ideal. I mean, you've, you've just lost a test where you're looking at each other and expecting a lot more from each other. I remember 2019 World Cup when South Africa had already been knocked out and there was a similar length break between the Sri Lanka game in Durham and the final group match which was our final game of the World Cup against Australia and Manchester. And again, it very similar. You you're not gonna sit and play or practice for twelve days. There was a sort of five day break and some planned to go to Ireland, some were going to different parts of Europe. You know, short, short break, time away. It was planned beforehand. Yes, results haven't gone the way, but what's planned is planned. It's it's time away from each other because We've been together for a month and a half, maybe even longer, we need time apart so that when we see each other again for the last game, we look forward to working together again. But I mean, if you're just going to be stuck in a hotel, not even playing cricket, just sort of passing each other at breakfast and seeing who wants to play golf every other day, it's it's not healthy. You know, you're in a, you're in a wonderful part of the world where you can actually get into a rental car and be in a different part of the country, different part of culture, different accents, different leagues, you know, you could easily play a couple of club matches. Um, I'm sure there are South Africans who are just as concerned about the South African test team who would give up their places overseas pros or amateurs for one game to be replaced by whoever who needs the time in the middle, especially the batsmen. Maybe the bowlers need a break, but definitely, definitely those, those batsmen need time in the middle and just, just play time, you know, um, find their feet again, um, so it's it it is crazy. You've got the option. It's the home of cricket. You
1: could play anywhere. Yeah, I I completely agree. I'm going to change tack now. Uh, by the way, do you know I've been away from home now for 3 months. Um so all the biltong I brought has run out. Um and I'm um, uh, I'm missing the comforts of home, but I wanted to ask you about the new t tony competition. You thought I was going to ask you to post me some biltong there, didn't you? But no, it's okay. I'll I'll get by. You can buy it now. Um from South African shops as you know never quite the same but the t- the new T20 competition sams um how's it how's it going down i mean uh, uh, how's it being accepted and first of all can you name all the teams in fact have they been named we've got the parl royals the durban super giants durban super giants okay what's the chennai team called at the wanderers no don't, okay we Ooh. don't know that one <laughs> uh, the the chennai wanderers There's cape town Captain Cape, Cape Town Indians, I think. Oh yes, no, no, um, that's right. Um, my my Cape Town, yeah, that's how it's pronounced. My yeah, uh, my Cape my Cape Town. See okay. the, um, the the Josie Capitals, maybe. Okay, um, maybe someone's a capital. And the the sun the sunrises PE Port Elizabeth Sunrises, uh, is that where they are?
0: Well, there should really be Sunrises Klebecha, but. I'd- don't know if yes. that rolls off the tongue quite as easily, but yeah, yeah. Well, it rolls off your tongue,
1: nicely enough. Close. <laughs> it's, it's the effort that counts. You know that. You know, are uh, they more frustrating than a white person who doesn't try to pronounce um Much rather try and, and get close than not try at all. <laughs> okay. How, how is it... Tell me, seriously. Um, how do you think... It, is, is it going to be a, a mini... Um, IPL, basically in effect. I mean, is the marketing, the promotion, the management, is all of that being left to the, the teams themselves and therefore the the IPL owners? Yeah, it, it,
0: it feels that way, it looks that way, um, so you assume that's, it's going to play out that way um, and you asked how it's been received, I think on the back of two false dawns in terms of the Global League and to a lesser extent, the Zanzi Super League, which were supposedly the new dawns that were going to save South African cricket. And then one never made it onto the park and then one kind of disappeared and never saw it again. Um, it's cautious optimism, I think. There's the fact that Supersport is, is, is a partner, is soothing to those who don't believe any any anything that comes out of cricket South Africa based on, on recent past, but the fact that you've got a, a broadcaster like SuperSport saying that they, they are, they are behind it helps a lot. The, the fact that so many Indian premier league owners are buying the franchises definitely helps. Um, so I think people are starting to look at it and say, okay, well, this does sound like this one will happen. Um, yes, it's probably five, six, seven years too late, but it is happening. Um, and it's. It's only its biggest issue is that it's now coming into a, a very congested T20 domestic competition calendar. So you're fighting for real estate in, in a market that is, you know, players have many, many options. So to to make South Africa a new year destination, you're jostling with a bit of Big Bash, you're jostling with whatever's happening in Asia at the same time. Um, so you got to get that right. But, you know, it, all, all all the cards are in place and all the noises are being made from, from different teams starting to announce some players. And, um, you know, we, you've just got to trust that it's going to happen. You know, we've been here before with 220 Global League. We had a, a big fancy do in, in London where journalists <laughs> were flown in and celebrities were flown, you know, So we've been here before, but it, it seems to be a lot more measured this time. Um, and, and, and you'd like to think that if, if you're going to give up an Australian tour in prime season it's for very good reason, um, to, to, to save the future of South
1: African cricket. Okay. Um, how comfortable are you with the fact that when tournaments overlap, and three of them do, the International T20 in the UAE, or the UAE League, as I think most people will know it as until that name get, gets established, the, the South African as yet unnamed league, um, and the Big Bash, um, how comfortable are you that uh, players... Uh, uh, appear to being uh, be allowed to to sign up for for bit parts of of the league i mean there's there's three or four players who going signed up for the first 10 games of the big bash and then they're leaving and flying to dubai and taking part in that league because it pays more um it, it's yeah. i I know, I know that that's the reality um and i'm not and i'm not being like a old fashioned traditionalist i'm just saying, from a practical point of view, how much credibility is lost by those by those tournaments where players are going like yeah 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 okay i'll I'll play the first half, but then these other guys are paying more, so you know i'll 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 go and play their tournament halfway through yours yeah it's it's far from ideal, especially in your first
0: season you You want an uncluttered calendar, hopefully where you've just got the best chance to 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 sell your your maiden voyage as, as well as possible and, and, and hope that, you know, no one else is crowding in and, and throwing more money at players who have shown that they'll follow the money and rightfully so, you know. If you're a cricketer of a certain age and a certain skill set, there's never been a better time to, to be able to pick and choose your gigs around the world. Um, it's... It, it it does take away a little bit from the competition because just as you're building a brand around whoever, a Dwayne Brava playing for for Cape Town and then a bigger pay packet has secured his you know for his his signature for the for the last two weeks of the South African competition and therefore everything that you've built around him and the team that's winning with him being the star he suddenly disappears. It does take away from the competition. But I think the reality is, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So if you've if you've only got Dan Bravo for three weeks, I'm sure any South African franchise will take
1: him because when you have him, you'll use him as much as possible on and off the field. It's really interesting, isn't it? I don't know whether you noticed this, um, or you read it, um, or maybe you didn't have time because you were um, in the uh, the desert dunes of Namibia. But um, Faf Du Plessis, Andre Russell and Dwayne Bravo um, were all left on the shelf at the uh, Big Bash auction. And it's particularly embarrassing for Cricket Australia because I think Faf Du Plessis and Andre Russell were actually used by Cricket Australia in the promotion of, of the Big Bash, um, you know, and they, and they were platinum players, top, top of the row. And, and they, were, they were unbought because they weren't available. For the whole tournament, because obviously Faf du is going to go and play in the South African one T uh, Twenty League, and 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 asked why they weren't bought. Um, those franchises in the Big Bash who who were prepared to speak said because we only want in- players who were available for the whole tournament. Um, so uh, good on good on the Aussies. Um, you know, there's um, <laughs> I almost said something uncharitable then, but th- that's good authenticity. Good authenticity. Yeah, they can afford
0: to Neil. I think if Faf says he's only available for a quarter of the South African leg, which he won't, you wouldn't think teams would still take him because you've got an international player that you can, you know, stick your colours to for for that period of time. The the Big Bash and and the IPL and even you know Caribbean Premier League to an extent. They establish brands, so if people make cameo appearances, you can kind of get away with it and smooth it over and name a replacement well ahead. When you're trying to to, to build new roots uh, in a, in a country that has reason to be pessimistic about the organisation of cricket, you need as much stability as possible. So you you'd, you'd probably find that they spend over the odds on certain players just to make sure that they have them for the full first tournament just to to create the excitement because it is a an interesting time of the year to start a competition mm. um it's still kind of just about school holidays and and then yeah it, it, it's it's possible the weather the weather will certainly help um it seems better than the previous window in September October where you 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 you're fighting with you know other competitions around the world and school year winding down and finance is a bit tighter so maybe you know, you, 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 you've you got to be optimistic and, and, and hope that
1: this one takes off because, goodness knows, South African cricket needs it. Okay. Love cricket and want to hear more? Well, head over to the 99.94 app and you can hear all of our podcasts and all our commentary. We are the home of Cricket Audio Online where we're adding new shows. And covering series and the best way to follow us is via our app or on social media at 99.94 DM. Let's finish off with um, a return to the Oval then and look forward to to what you hope might happen. <laughs> um, and <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the result. Um, and, uh, and what you think might happen. See, I did say, again, like, before the Old Trafford test, what South Africa had done really well. Um, there's an old cricket adage: if you can't score a lot of runs, make sure you score enough. And they've done that really, really well. They've scored enough runs. I mean, they scored 320 at Lords, and it was enough to win by an innings. Um, and and now, um, uh, you know, I I suddenly can't see them. How, how I don't know how they're going to score enough runs because you need to score a lot at the Oval historically.
0: Yeah, that's the biggest. Not even question mark. I think that's the biggest fear. Us going through that South African dressing room is where we're we going to find the runs to match England on a flat pitch. Um, you can see where England's runs is coming from because of the way that the the likes of Ben Stokes, Ben Folks, and what Joe Root has historically. We keep saying he, he can't fail all series long, which means he's probably going to fire <laughs> at the Oval, <laughs> yeah. um, which is a dangerous prospect. But you know you. Look at that South African team, and they all look promising, but they all look very brittle. Um, except maybe the openers when they're grinding it, but they don't look like they hurt our position. So England can sort of live with a session of South Africa plotting to 50, 60 for two, uh, or 60 for one even, because they're not out the game. They're not being taken out the game. Two sessions of Ben Stokes, two sessions of Ben Folks, two sessions of Baersto, you know, teams gone. And if you're not blowing teams away and you don't look, you know, Rossi and Keegan Peterson had that session where they went through without losing a wicket. But you, you never saw England heads drop. In fact, they got keener and keener because they, for one thing, the bad balls weren't being put away because it was just stubborn resistance. But eventually that crumbles and you're still an in innings, an 85 run loss because you're not advancing the game. You're not transferring pressure. And I think... That's the biggest question mark now. When you, because there's so much lack of form in that team in that top six, if you are feeling good, you're feeling good about your defence, not your attack. You're not taking the game to the opposition. You, you're preserving your wickets, and that, on the other end, wickets are tumbling. And, and and South Africa have lost wickets in bunches. And if you do that at the Oval, it, it could be another three three day Test. England tails are up. Their, their bowling seems to to now found the right balance, and, and, and their batsmen you know, are, are, are playing confidently, as they have all summer. Lords was a blip in their minds, and if you look at the stats, it's the only game that they kind of didn't fire, but they've come back and scored pair of centuries at Old Trafford. South Africa haven't looked close to scoring a century, and that's, that's a big concern, because that's what wins you test matches historically.
1: Okay, mate, we'll talk again um, at the end of the week um, before the Oval Test match. You know, 20 years ago, I'd have been inclined to head off to the West Midlands and find out where the Proteers are staying. But if they want to uh, stick to themselves and uh, enjoy their own company, then they're very welcome to it. I've got better things to be doing. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing in your
0: 11, well, now nine-day break? <laughs> Besides driving the car that you, you borrowed back <laughs> south... What is Neil Manthorpe up to over the next nine days?
1: <laughs> well, gee, um, I've got, I've, as always, I've got a lot of writing to do. I need to write up the tour for the uh, SA Cricket Annual. But um, I am going to uh, get off the beaten track a little bit, I think, Sam's. Um, uh, there's a, a, a few um, uh, places of interest in the West Country that I've got my eye on. Um, uh, Tewkesbury Ledbury Gloucester Cheltenham um, around there so um I'll, I'll tell you more I actually <laughs> I don't I don't know exactly but um let's talk again on Friday and I'll tell you what I've been up to at the end of the week well on Friday I will be speaking to you from Ghana
0: of all places Ghana not Ghana yeah there's there's a lot going on man okay it's not for cricket but I'll speak to you from Ghana and I'll explain more when I I chat to you then. Okay, travel well. Drive safe. We'll, We'll chat on Friday. Cheers. Cheers. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see...